Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Beauty and the Grief. I have a really phenomenal excerpt that I would like to read. It's one of my absolute favorites that I had come across. Um, someone had sent me that a Reddit user responded to someone asking, like, how do you deal with grief? And Many of you have seen it before. I posted it on my blog, but it is just so good. I had to share it with you all. So I don't know the author, but I do know it's on Reddit. That's as far as I know. Um, definitely curious if anyone does know the author, author <laughs> to let me know so I can give this man credit because he's amazing. Okay, here it goes. Actually, that's the first line of the excerpt. All right, here it goes. I'm old. What that means is I've survived so far, and a lot of people I've known and loved did not. I've lost friends, best friends, acquaintances, coworkers, grandparents, mom, relatives, teachers, mentors, students, neighbors, and a host of other folks. I have no children, and I can't imagine the pain it must be to lose a child. But here's my two cents. I wish I could say you get used to people dying. I never did. I don't want to. It tears a hole through me whenever a loved one dies, no matter the circumstances. But I don't want it to not matter. I don't want it to be something that just passes. My scars are a testament to the love and the relationship that I had for and with that person. And if the scar is deep, so is the love. So be it. Scars are a testimony of life. Scars are a testament that I can deeply love and live deeply that I can cut or even erode and that I can heal, continue to live and continue to love. And the scar tissue is stronger than the original flesh ever was. Scars are a testament to life. Scars are only ugly to people who can't see. As for grief, you'll find it comes in waves. When the ship is first wrecked, you're drowning with wreckage all around you. Everything floating around you reminds you of the beauty and the magnificence of the ship that once was and is no more. And all you could do is float. You find some piece of the wreckage and hang on for a while. Maybe it's some physical thing. Maybe it's a happy memory or photograph. Maybe it's a person who is also floating. For a while, all you could do is float. Stay alive. In the beginning, the waves are two, or I'm sorry, they're a hundred feet tall and crash over you without mercy. They come seconds apart and don't even give you time to catch your breath. All you could do is hang on and float. After a while, maybe weeks or months, you will notice that the waves are still 100 meters high, but they continue to diverge. When they come, they still crash all over you and wipe you out. But in between, you can breathe, you could function. You never know what's going to trigger the grief. It might be a song, a picture, a street intersection, the smell of a cup of coffee. It could be just about anything, and the waves come crashing. But in between waves, there is life. Somewhere down the line, and it's different for everyone, you find that the waves are only 80 feet tall or 50 feet tall. And while they still come, they come further apart. You could see them coming. An anniversary, a birthday, or Christmas, or landing at O'Hare. You could see it coming. And for the most part, prepare yourself. And when it washes over you, you know that somehow you will again come out the other side. Soaking wet, sputtering, still hanging on to some tiny piece of the wreckage, but you'll come out. Take it from an old guy. 
the waves never stop coming and somehow you really don't want them to but you'll learn you'll survive them and other ways will come and you'll survive them too if you're lucky you'll have lots of scars from lots of love and lots of shipwrecks i mean i absolutely love this i think it is so beautiful um this man really really nailed it so i had to share with you guys